Hey listeners, welcome back to our series on a chocolate journey with Charlie. I hope all of you are doing well and ha- are enjoying your weekend. Yep, so well, the Tokyo Olympics have also begun, and I have been spending my weekend watching those games with that edible chocolate bowl in my hand and my favorite delicacy in it. Possibly some of you are also doing that and waiting eagerly for the next episode. So, without for the delays, let's quickly go ahead to today's story. But before that, let us have a look at what we did last week, what was the last episode about, and then go ahead with today's story. Yep, so ready, and here we go. But there must be people watching there. Not people, Charlie, not ordinary people anyway. Then. Aha! That's it! You see, that's another of Mr. Willy Wonka's cleverness. Mrs. Bucket called out from where she was standing by the door. It's time for bed! That's enough for tonight! But I must hear! Tomorrow, my darling! That's right! I'll tell the rest of it tomorrow evening! Chapter 4 The Secret Workers The next evening, Grandpa Joe went on with his story. You see, Charlie, not so very long ago, there used to be thousands of people working in Mr. Willy Wonka's factory. Then one day, all of a sudden, Mr. Wonka had to ask every single one of them to leave to go home, never to come back. But why? Because of spies. Spies? Yes. All the other chocolate makers, you see, had begun to grow jealous of the wonderful sweets that Mr. Wonka was making, and they started sending in spies to seal his secret recipes. The spies took jobs in the Wonka factory, pretending that they were ordinary workers, and while they were there, each one of them found out exactly how a certain special thing was made. And did they go back to their own factories and tell? They must have, because soon after that, Fickle Gruber's factory started making an ice cream that would never melt, even in the hottest sun. Then Mr. Prodnose's factory came out with a chewing gum that never lost its flavor, however much you chewed it. And then Mr. Slugwood's factory began making sugar balloons that you could blow up to huge sizes before you pop them with a pin and gobble them up, and so on and so on. And Mr. Willy Wonka tore his beard and shouted, This is terrible! I shall be ruined! There are spies everywhere. I shall have to close the factory. But he didn't do that. Oh yes, he did. He told all the workers that he was sorry, but they would have to go home. Then he shut the main gates and fastened them with a chain. And suddenly, Wonka's giant chocolate factory became silent and deserted. The chimney stopped smoking. The machine stopped brewing. And from then on. Not a single chocolate or sweet was made, 
Not a soul went in or out, and even Mr. Willy Wonka himself disappeared completely. Months and months went by, but still the factory remained closed, and everybody said, Poor Mr. Wonka, he was so nice, and he made such marvelous things, but he is finished now, it's all over. Then? Suddenly, something astonishing happened. One day, early in the morning, thin columns of white smoke were seen to be coming out of the tops of the tall chimneys of the factory. People in the town stopped and stared. What's going on? Someone's lit the furnaces. Mr. Wonka must be opening up again. They ran to the gate expecting to see them wide open and Mr. Wonka standing there to welcome his workers back. But no, the great iron gates were still locked and chained as securely as ever and Mr. Wonka was nowhere to be seen. But the factory is working, the people shouted. Hey listen, you can show the machines, they are all voting again. And you can smell the smell of melting chocolate in the air. Grandpa Joe leaned forward and laid a long bony finger on Charlie's knee. And he said softly, But most mysterious of all, Charlie, were the shadows in the windows of the factory. The people standing on the street outside could see small dark shadows moving about behind the frosted glass windows. Shadows? Shadows of whom? That's exactly what everybody else wanted to know. The place is full of workers, the people shouted, but nobody's gone in, the gates are locked, it's crazy, nobody ever comes out either. But there was no question at all that the factory was running. And it's gone on running ever since for these last 10 years. What's more, the chocolates and sweets it's been turning out have become more fantastic and delicious all the time. And of course now, when Mr. Wonka invents some new and wonderful street, neither Mr. Fickle Gruber nor Mr. Prodnosi nor Mr. Slugwood nor anybody else is able to copy it. No spies can go into the factory to find out how it is made. But, Grandpa, who? Who is Mr. Wonka using to do all the work in the factory? Nobody knows, Charlie. But that's absurd. Hasn't anyone, hasn't anyone asked Mr. Wonka? Nobody sees him anymore. He never comes out. The only things that come out of that place are chocolates and sweets. They come out through a special trap door in the wall, all packed and addressed, and they are picked up every day by post office trucks. But, Grandpa, what sort of people are they that that work in there? My dear boy, that is one of the greatest mysteries of the chocolate-making world. We know only one thing about them. They are very small, the faint shadows that sometimes appear behind the windows, especially late at night when the lights are on, are those of tiny people, 
people no taller than my knee. There aren't any such people, said Charlie. Just then, Mr. Bucket, Charlie's father, came into the room. He was home from the toothpaste factory and he was waving an evening newspaper rather excitedly. Have you heard the news? He cried. He held up, up the paper so that they could see the huge headline. The headline said, Wonka Factory to be opened at last to lucky few. Aha! So that's it listeners for today. Yeah? So I guess the story is getting interesting now. Yes, finally Mr. Willy Wonka has opened his factory to a few lucky people. I don't know that's going to be such a commotion in the area. Just imagine people are going to be super excited to be able to visit his factory finally. Oh, wow. Um, well, don't you want to know what uh, the condition is going to be? Is there going to be some competition? Do they have to do some activity? Or if there's going to be some hint that he's going to give, etc, etc, etc. Yeah, aren't you interested? Aren't you eager to know that? Mm, okay, so I can hear a lot of yeses, yeah. So, well, you don't need to go anywhere. Just tune in back on this podcast on Wednesday. Because on Wednesday, you would know what are the conditions that Wonka has laid down, if any, if there's going to be any hints, or what the article is going to talk about. Possibly the article is going to lead us to somewhere, maybe a treasure hunt, or the article has some um, conditions that he has laid down. We never know. You need to come back on Wednesday to find out that. Yes. So, okay. I'll see you soon on Wednesday. Until then, you can always write to me at my Twitter handle at the rate Roshan SK. You can also drop an email at the ID sishu underscore kata at the rate outlook.com. I'll see you soon on Wednesday. Until then, see ya. Take care and bye-bye.